1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time ad-free over on Patreon. Everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because really, it's everyone's favorite time of the week. We're gonna break it all down with this Sarah Fraser.
0: David Yontip. oh my god, I'm obsessed. I love you so much. Um, our fans, uh, you know, I just love that Like our fans love it. You know, we're David. Really, we're almost becoming bigger than two P, two T's in a pod.
1: Are we though?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Your show has enormous ratings. You know what I have to say?
1: This is going to be a shocking way to start this show. This is going to be a shocking way to start the show. You know, as we get into all these housewives that are now feuding and they're all all these people that are not on the show are feuding. And, you know, maybe hell is frozen over here today, but like, look, I just... I react and I have comments and then I'm on, and then I move on. So I, I don't have any grudges. Like everyone out there, that someone DM'd me the other day or they made a comment publicly, like you know, oh you hate Teddy. I don't hate anybody. By the way, this is a compliment for Teddy. Then I'm going to start the show here today. I understand why Teddy inserts herself at in all this stuff. I mean. It's good for reading, making money. She's making yeah. money. Like I really do feel the only two housewives, like when you haven't been on the show forever and you're talking about it, Tamara and Teddy have a free pass. It's, it's a business now. I mean, I feel all these housewives should take a note from Tamara and Teddy. And if you're going to talk about it and make zero dollars and, and leave an Instagram comment, go and start your own two, three teas in a pod. You know what I mean? This like melon ball. She's like, she's, she's not a bad, she's making money. So I understand that she I don't it's not strange to me that she talks about all this and she's inserting herself because now she says, I know, Crystal. Don't, let's let's back up. Let's remember Teddy Mellencamp was friends with Crystal Kong before Crystal joined Beverly Hills. Crystal was kind of put out there because of Teddy. I mean, it's really similar, I guess, to like Noella coming in and Bronwyn being let go. Teddy was let go and Crystal was brought in. It wasn't that black and white, but yeah, it was. So Teddy's now saying like, I know the 14 friends, guys, the 14 friends that don't speak to her anymore. I know them.
0: I I don't really, there's really not, there's really not
1: much more to the story than that. There's a little bit more, but not really. She's like, you know, and there's drama in all friend groups. And, you know, it's not really my place to say, but you know what? At least Teddy's making money by making
0: these statements. Go on. No, I agree. I mean, I think, too, one of the things I appreciate most about you as a friend and then also as a fellow podcaster, which I think this is like pulling back the curtain a little bit. It's behind the velvet rope for real. Oh, my gosh. Um, Is, you know, in our business, a lot of like you always are about like, get your coins. You know, like I appreciate that about you. You're like, get your fucking money. Let's find ways we both can make money. I mean, I that is so great because usually you don't find that in any business, but especially in our podcast space. It's like usually somebody is getting all the money. You're you're putting in time. You're not getting any money. And the thing I appreciate you about you, and I know you're sincere when you say this about Teddy is good for go get your money, you know, and you're the one that taught me because in our business, we have a lot of these celebrities on our show and it's like, you know, edit this out. Don't say this. Don't say that. I'm never doing your show again, because you said this. And you've always said to me, like, respond to them and basically say what, like, I can't eat like you can be on this show. You can say all this shit. You can do all this, but then I can't what you said yourself. I can't use because God forbid I get the ratings. Like, I think you've taught me so much and people need to realize that Teddy is very smart in putting herself, inserting herself in all this stuff. Am I personally like, not interested yeah I mean I don't really care what she has to say either I mean not because I don't like Teddy I just I think that she's I think you and I have inside baseball tips you know what I mean we know she's just doing it for the ratings which is good for her but I just don't care what she has to say versus like to me if Rena did a tell-all like I'm interested in the psych. like I'm interested in what Rena has to say about people you know (laughs) so yeah
1: and I mean, this is the difference, like Giselle and like all these other podcasts, like even Bethany's like, it's not really a housewives podcast. So it's like, right. Teddy and t- to me, it's like Teddy and Tamara, this is what you've, it's almost like, well, this makes the most sense. I mean- Everyone else is dipping in and making a comment, but they're not on the show for 20 years. Like that to me is, which we're going to get into that and the motivation behind all of that. But yeah. And as far as like, get your coins, like, you know, look, do I love everybody listening here today? Absolutely. I mean, do I have a life? No. Are these people listening? My friends, like Paris Hilton says, like, you know, that her little Hiltons are, yes, they really are. I really love everyone listening for real. That is honestly sincere, but at least- I'm being honest, like this is a job, everyone. So, I mean, would I do this and work 70 to 90 hours a week if I wasn't getting paid? I don't know, maybe, but maybe not. Really trust me, maybe not. Cause I would just be with all, I have, you know I would just have a whole different thing going on. So
0: the other thing I appreciate about Tamra and Teddy is they have gone all in. I mean, it will be interesting. You know, we've gone back and forth with Andy saying, I don't see Tamra coming back uh, as a full-time housewife because now she has this podcast. I mean, I'll be curious to see if that stands true. I mean, to Teddy and Tamra's credit, they seem like they've gone, you know what? Fuck it. We're going all in on this podcast. We're going to say everything that we feel we're going to tell the, you know, or their truth, whatever. And That's how,
1: I mean, I feel the same way. Look, I'm not out to I really have no gripes against anyone. It, when you wrong me, or I have an opinion, I will voice it. And then sure. we move on. We, we move on. So-, oh my God. It's
0: so true about you, too. Like, you don't take it personally. And I, I like I love that. And I feel like I'm finally getting to that place in my career, too. Because <laughs> it happens all the time with us. Like, behind the scenes, other, po- whatever. I just, I don't care. Like, fine. You're mad. If I'm in the wrong, I'm like, I'm sorry. If we can move on. Great. If we can't, like, I know
1: it's like whatever. And like, look, I mean, you're never going to stop someone. So like your coins, like, you know, Teddy's coins have nothing to do with my coins. Like because Teddy exists, my coins are no less, you know? I mean, if, yeah. Teddy stop doing this. It doesn't affect, you know, nobody is David Yontef behind the velvet rope. Like nobody is, te- you know, like each person has their own thing okay, and yeah. it's just, you keep your head down and you focus and my ropers are here and they're like, it's just like, it is what it is. And I really don't really. So, I mean, at least when she's like saying now she spoke out about crystals, you know, 14 friends, at least I'm like, Right, I understand why you particularly are inserting yourself more than say, like, you know, listen. Okay, she doesn't need the money, but like when Camille Grammar is saying, like, Teddy's a fucking boring snooze fest. Like, it's funny. It's Camille. Camille is an icon. Oh my god, icon Camille. She is. But like, yes. I mean, I, I don't know if it were me and it, I was not on the show. I would want nothing to do with the show. Like Alex McCord, who doesn't want to come on behind the velvet rope. Yeah, she's yeah. one of the few people that has very lovely, very lovely turns. Turns me down, and my team, very nice, very respectful, wants nothing to do with the housewife. So that would just be me. I'm not judging anyone else. It's just if I was off the show and the coin stopped, I would say that was a moment in my life. We have 80 years if we're lucky. Hopefully. 85 years some people have 100 years to live I would just be the Alex recorded like I have nothing to do with this like a Camille like you're not getting paid so why even come? And granted Camille Grammar has no money issues guys so when I look
0: yeah w- right you know. right everybody I mean I think it is that's a good point. I mean, for Tamara, you know, this is what Tamara's going to do, right? For the probably the foreseeable career, because it's not like a bet, you know, Bethany is an entrepreneur really now, first and a housewife like second or third, you know? So I think for Teddy and Tamara, I can see, you know, I mean, it makes sense that they're going all in on this because it's like, yeah, I mean, I think this is their best career move, you know?
1: Yes, I agree. And you know, the other thing too is, Like, I really feel in business and life, there's like no regret. So like, personally, yeah, could I agree with you? I think it's bullshit. The Andy saying this, that that's why Tamara's not, I personally don't think Tamara's going back to the OC housewives. I think she would go back if she were asked 100%. I don't think they're asking her. It is no shade to Tamara. I just personally don't think that is the direction that the show is going in. And I think Yeah, that's just me. But to Tamara's credit to sit around and hope and wait every season that you're going to, that the phone's going to ring. Like, I'm not coming for her, but I have to use Jill Zarin as the obvious example. All these years, like, you know, waiting and waiting. Can I get? And so if that phone is never going to ring for Tamara, you know what? You're going to sacrifice five years on the two T's in a pot. Right. Like, do it, girl. Go all in. And don't worry about what the ramifications are. Like what the the alternative is not to do the podcast and to sit around and wait for your phone to ring for 30 years. That's sad to me. Like just take,
0: take the bull by the horns, you know? Absolutely. 100%
1: man, we are on soap boxes today. So <laughs> no, that yeah. is where we can start. Now, what do you have to, you sent me some notes, something about GT red carpet. I have no fucking clue what that note means there.
0: Oh no. Well, um, ultimate girls trip, you know, I mean the show oh. ultimate girls trip, you know, at Bluestone Manor, they did a red carpet. You saw Vicky and Dorinda on a stage kind of standing three or four people away. Um, You know, Jill Zarin is back. It was, I just love the cast. You know, you've got Dorinda, you've got Vicky, you've got Tamara, you've got Jill Zarin. I mean, it it just is so good. I love, I I love the cast. I love the whole thing. So there's been a lot of, I feel like stories out about them this week.
1: I feel like stories. Now I did see the red carpet. A couple of things to say about this. First of all, I have to say my best dressed voted for that red carpet. Are you ready for this? I'm to give best dressed. I, people, I bet you didn't all love it. I got to give best dressed to Jill Zarin. I thought it was really? great. Yeah. I thought it was great. That hot little like electric liquid, like it, it photographed to me, like maroon-ish, like chocolate-ish. I thought Jill Zarin looked hip and edgy and not like desperate, like you're trying to. She gets my best dressed, honestly, for that. I really thought Jill brought it I thought Jill brought it for that honestly
0: Phaedra is back who I love you know I love I love Phaedra you know I obviously shared the um you know radio station lawyer story with Phaedra Phaedra has had you know multiple different careers and anyway they're all together I I think it you know Ava is back it's just a really good mix I think
1: now here's the thing at some point I have I have not watched Girls Trip. At some point we can talk about it here after we watch it. Has everyone I'm sure everyone here has watched it. Have you watched it cuz I really have not watched it no, yet.
0: No, I I honestly have not watched it because you and it's have It's only many. 3
1: episodes FYI. It's only 3 episodes.
0: Um so far. You need a Peacock subscription. It's all on their Peacock their um of course you know they have their Bravo, their regular NBC programming and then you have to buy Peacock. So I I have not subscribed to Peacock which I need to cuz obviously I'll have we're to doing- give you.
1: doing I These mean recaps. listen I, I didn't too until RHOM came on it so I wanted to watch Royal Housewives of Miami I wanted to watch Paris you know in love and yeah I mean I'm I'm here with Peacock now and uh, I'll have to shoot you over my membership um,
0: because I'm done with Dubai. I I cannot get into Dubai. And I really was thinking, OK, maybe I'll follow along and we'll talk Dubai. Um, so I want something else to watch. And I'd actually love to watch the the whole three episodes. And then we can do a breakdown because I love the cast. I mean, Brandy Glanville is back. Taylor Armstrong is back. You know, Taylor's talking about, you know, of course, um, when her ex committed suicide and Brandy was not sympathetic. I mean, there's there's. And, you know, you're going to see on girls trip this season, you know, Vicky and Steve broke up like 24 hours before Vicky arrived at Bluestone
1: rocks.com for 20% off your purchase
0: discover why critics are calling kingdom of the planet of the apes the best film of the franchise what a wonderful day it's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible i need to go hang on it is our time of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG 13, some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: So I want to tell you guys about our new sponsor who, I mean, they're paying me. So I really have no choice, but to tell you guys about them, right? Listen, they're called the Commercial Break Comedy Podcast. This podcast is about two best friends, Brian and Chrissy, and they get in the studio and they take a break from this very serious world. And the thing is they share stories about their own lives, things that like you may not really care about. They give horrible life advice and they just discuss the most absurd things that you probably don't give an F about. They talk about had attorneys, ghost hunters. They talk about all this crap and I'm just like, who cares? But you know what? Joke's on me because the commercial break is consistently ranked in Apple's top 100 comedy podcasts and a top 10 Apple improv comedy podcast. You know how hard that is, guys? Trust me, I know. They also have a 4.9 star rating on Apple, which I'm completely jealous of that. And they're Chartable's number one trending podcast globally three times in the past year. The Commercial Break has new episodes each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast players and full episodes and daily clips available on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash break, Or you can visit tcbpodcast.com for more info. That's T as in Tom, C as in Cat, B as in Butter. Podcast.com. So when you have a chance, listen, take a listen to our new paid friends on the commercial break, anywhere you like to listen to your podcast or visit TCBpodcast.com. You guys know I work from home and because of that, I travel a lot and I'm never in one place for very long. And that's why when it came to my mental health, the only option I could see was Talkspace. Talkspace is kind of like having a therapist in your pocket. I personally, and you too can reach out to your therapist or psychiatrist anytime, from anywhere. And it just makes taking care of mental health so easy. When I'm away and I need to talk to my therapist, I just send a message from wherever, you know, I can work through things. It's so easy. You can sign up online and basically start therapy the same day you sign up. You can text video or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's just easy. It's convenient. It's literally like you don't have to leave your home. And it's also, I mean, this is the greatest part, I think. Well, one of the greatest parts, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages 24 seven. They'll engage with you literally, you know, any day. So listen, as a listener of this podcast, you get hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code velvet to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show, right? That's nice. That's velvet and Talkspace.com. I love, first of all, I the Girls Trip, as far as the ideas that have existed throughout the Bravo universe, it's such a good idea. These mashups because we are getting feuds that we never knew that we needed. Now, there's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, Vicky and Steve, let's talk about that. Vicky is, for, first of all, feuding with everybody. Let's just start there. Everyone. Vicky and Steve, they broke up right before girl's trip. So the love tank was very empty for Miss Gumbleson on this trip. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, Vicky was on my show. I <laughs> have a special place in my heart for Vicky. Love her or hate her. I think she is very authentically herself. Now let's talk about her and Steve because there is some feuding going on
0: currently online. What, what can you tell us? Oh my God, there's so much tea. Well, you know, first, okay. So obviously we set the scene, the timeline, you know, She and Steve, after like five, almost six years and their engagement, um, had broken up right before Bluestone Manor, right before the filming of, you know, Girls Trip. Prior to that, you know, Vicky's revealed a lot more now about Steve, you know, and Steve's gone on. We know Steve Lodge is remarried. He married somebody else very, you know, pretty quickly after they broke up. Young, younger by younger, a bit I mean, Vicky had even said she bought a house in Mexico, like the last two years of their relationship. And Steve like moved to Mexico basically and spent all his time down there. They hadn't even had sex 13 months prior to breaking up. I mean, to me, that's a huge, huge red flag, huge red flag. But, you know, the feuding comes in is that Vicky basically went online and said that she purchased her own engagement ring because the one that she wanted, Steve couldn't afford.
1: She did say that she did say that. Um, she said that yes. And, um, she said quite a few other things too. Um, look, I think that we all know I I've met Steve. I mean, briefly in passing, I really never got like the fame whore vibe from him. I mean, I don't know him. Vicky, you know, does, that's one thing she says over and over that he was a fame whore and that he was just using her. She did say she bought her own ring. um, she says, actually, like, you know, my loser ex couldn't afford it. You know, Steve, yeah, Steve has fired that Steve's not taking this lying down. Steve's like, you know, you couldn't afford it or you just weren't a good investment, sweetie, is basically what he said. He referred to her as like, you weren't, you know, he said, or because I recognize a bad investment. Um It's interesting. Look, I don't think Vicky is going back to the OC either. Like, that's just my, you know. Vicky is saying she is saying that um, she talked to Andy recently about her coming back. FYI, that's what she's putting out there. I personally don't believe that. That's just my opinion. I, I don't. I'm sorry. She might've talked to Andy about coming back. Yeah. I mean, there might've been a text or a phone call where she said, hey, please, I'll take half the salary or even less, please. Um, I'll even come back as a friend of, and Andy said, ah, ha, 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 ha. Let me go attend to Lucy and Ben. I mean, that maybe, that's not a lie if you talk. I don't really think Vicky, unless I think Tamara will be back a hundred times over before we have Vicky back. Not the, not the direction the show is going.
0: Also, you know, some other jabs that Vicky and Steve have thrown at each other. you know um, obviously Steve is now married. Um, Vicky goes on to basically allege that Steve cheated on her in the relationship. She also has said, you know, he met his now wife at a bar. The woman is seriously quote, a bar fly. Um, and she's looking to re- marry a rich, older man. Well, guess what? He's old, but he's not rich. Good luck, bitch. Like he's a retired policeman. good for him. He's got a pension but it doesn't pay much, basically is what she said. And then he responded to Entertainment Tonight to these quotes and says, Vicky's a pathological liar. Her past behavior shows that clearly um, people forget, but she um, is absolutely a liar. I never once cheated on her and I ended our engagement and relationship in December of 2020. She insisted on not telling the press and insisted on remaining friends, but that ended when she needed a storyline and began lying about me. That's what he, I mean, I can kind of see that. I actually- Steve's probably, I don't know. It's hard to know, but I mean, Steve's probably not totally wrong.
1: And I mean, I I thought, I I thought for a minute, Steve was going to start giving us examples throughout, you know, her, you know, multiple decade seasons on RHOC where we caught her in lies. Like I was like, does Steve know RHOC to be able to quote it? Like, huh? Um, yes. Now I would like to, we are going to talk about all these people Vicky's feuding with, but I have, I have something here. Where is EJ? Cause she just said that he's poor and made a reference to his police officer pension. EJ has nothing to say or good Erica Jane about her son who's a police officer. I, I'd like a clap back from Erica Jane of like, you just kind of insulted the police, I feel.
0: Um. Okay, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get something from Erica Jane. I didn't, she didn't respond, right? I didn't see that.
1: No, no. But I would just like I'm now I'm like, I guess, God, I'm being shady and devious today. I I guess I'm creating feuds now that don't exist. But normally when someone says something about the police, EJ is right there. And, you know, this is a perfect example you know, time for EJ to clap back. Now, Vicky is also feuding with speaking of where we started Miss Mellencamp. She's feuding with Miss Mellencamp.
0: So good. Oh my God. The video clips are great. The online back and forth is great. What
1: can you tell us about this one?
0: (laughs) I'm in love with this. Well, I, you know, I'm not sure the news, I think it was actually entertainment tonight. Tamara and Vicky, of course, were promoting Girls Trip. And so Tamara kind of starts, I think they, the interviewer had asked her in regards to two teas in a pod. And then Vicki jumps right in and she's like, we're not here to promote, we're not here to promote your podcast. We're not going to do that today. And Tamara's like, okay. I mean, I was just talking about our podcast. You don't know Teddy. I don't want to know Teddy. I don't, I fucking love Vicki Gumbleson. So, so I think that's what kind of started it. And then, you know, Teddy good for teddy takes that online and basically says that you know vicky called one of her bosses at iheart radio where the you know they distribute the podcast and asking for them to get rid of um teddy to insert vicky in the podcast instead basically just this back and forth of like you know, they've never met. Teddy doesn't know Vicky. Vicky doesn't know Teddy. um, But Vicky doesn't really like her. I mean, it it was so good back and forth. Then it got to the comments. And I mean, Teddy, I think kind of really read Vicky. Vicky is not good at clapbacks. I don't think online at all. Um, But she's just great and dramatic and over the top. So that, okay, wait, what else am I missing? I feel like, I well, missed-
1: also, okay. So first, and I've, I have some inside tea, so I just need to,
0: <gasps> okay. Tell me, tell well, me, Well, here's
1: the thing. Listen, oh,
0: wait, wait, there was one other big, big cop back, which was Teddy saying, everybody needs to research where Vicki Gumvelson was on January 6th, implying that Vicky was storming the Capitol. <laughs> maybe not even storming the Capitol, but, you know, prior to storming the Capitol, there was a relatively peaceful protest down to the Lincoln Memorial, um, you know, in support of Trump. Right. So Teddy was insinuating she was at least there for that. Now, Vicky did clap back to that and says that she's in Mexico. And I feel like people found screenshots and things to prove that Vicky was in Mexico. But maybe you have insider info. Well, no, not about that. I did see that about Teddy. I mean,
1: you know, I hate bringing politics into it because I believe like people have a right to whatever. I mean, it's a strange thing for Teddy to bring up. I mean, if Teddy wants to go down there and basically she's saying Vicky supports Trump, I mean, we have to throw in Tamara herself, all of her Beverly Hills. I mean, we have a lot of housewives that support Trump. Like we can they go just don't say
0: it publicly. Right. right. So
1: I mean, but I, I understand what Teddy's. I don't. I, I, Teddy, like that's that's crazy. Like, I mean, Vicky can do what she wants and have her own beliefs. Does she support Trump? Um, yeah, sure. Does Steve? Yeah, sure. Like, okay, but I don't know why that's now part of this. Um, but I do agree on a couple of things. Um, I don't think Vicky is good at clapbacks. I don't. I think she's she's, she's it makes her even more authentic in a way. She doesn't. She's not. Look, I think when you come in now, we've talked about it before, when you come in now to Housewives, like you, it's a different skill set. Survivors talk about this all the time and their survivor were the old school survivors. Yeah, with Jeff Probst, I'm referring to that show. Like the new people that come in now, it's just, it's a new way of playing the game. I just think the really old school Housewives, it's a a different thing. I don't think Vicky really ever learned how the new, and this is actually a compliment, how like the new regime, the Drew Come into Atlanta, having been watched it for years. I just don't think Vicky knows how to clap back. And that to me is a compliment. Yes. When you're going back and forth on social media, I don't think you win the round Vicky. Um, One thing I know for certain is this audience, all of you listening, you guys just cannot get enough of these celebrity interviews that I do. Listen, I'm already doing six shows a week, guys. I can't do any more, but I have the answer for you. Your prayers have been answered. There is a podcast called The Envelope, and it's also, guess what, a celebrity-based podcast. It's from the LA Times. That's right. The hosts, Yvonne and Mark, they're actually LA Times entertainment reporters. They're way more professional than I am, and they interview people during various award seasons in Hollywood. Now, let me skip through all of that and tell you about their guests. I am i have Green with Envy. They have interviewed James Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Grace and Frankie, hello, Jennifer Coolidge, oh my God. Jessica Biel. I mean, the things that I would ask Jessica Biel about Justin Timberlake, I can't even imagine. David Harbour from Stranger Things. The first six episodes are available to binge right now. That's right, right now. Because later in July, more episodes are coming out. So you have to binge the first six right now. Listen, you can download and listen to all these episodes of The Envelope wherever you get your podcasts. Again, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, Jessica Biel, Jennifer Coolidge. You will not be disappointed. The envelope, listen now, everywhere you get your podcast. I am obsessed. Teddy did say all of that. She also brought up, I mean, this is everyone's bringing it up Brooks's cancer scam you know, and that Vicky's this and that I do, you know, and then Vicky, right. So she brought up Brooks and then Vicky's like low blow, low blow. So she's saying Teddy did a low blow. You know, you know, nothing about what transpired. Now this is a decent clap back. Here we are. She said, this is why you only lasted three years. Me 14. She gets that one. She gets that one. Not good with the clapbacks, but she gets that one. That's when t- Teddy said, "Well, if we're talking numbers, tell us where you were on January 6th. I think Vicky does win that round, but overall, I agree. Um, here's the thing, Vicky. Now, I was on Vicky's podcast. I don't want to out anybody, like, but listen. I mean, how can I say this without revealing too much? Like, well, Vicky also has a podcast that failed. That's. I mean, that's that's a that's not a it, that's a fact. Okay. And then she had another one. She kind of reinvented the podcast and then that didn't work out. So I personally think podcast is a subject, a sore subject with Vicky. I do.
0: Okay.
1: Because this podcast is successful and hers wasn't. Can I believe Vicky's calling iHeart? I mean, she was kind of in that network and with her po- Can I picture her saying like, Tamara and Vicky, that's the iconic duo. It should be me and her. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I actually- I actually believe that I do.
0: I, I don't have I any doubt. Sure I mean, look,
1: here's okay. Here's what I'll also say. When I was on Vicki's podcast, it's a great episode that I executive produced period. There's that's not a, maybe I executive produced myself on Vicky's podcast. And what I mean by that is her team said, what are you, what are you doing on Vicky's podcast? Why are you coming? Like, And to me, I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm coming on your show. I've been on thousands of podcasts. I mean, I show up, I'm a guest. You ask me questions, I talk and I leave. They were like, well, we need to know, like, because, you know, Vicky's podcast was not, and it was Vicky and Steve. Vicky's podcast was not Housewives. It was like all different walks of life. So when I went on, it was like, so I said, oh, let me tell you, I'm going to plan out the whole show. And I, I did. This was a very... And it's a great thing. So, I mean, listen, I don't want credit. I don't want anything that I, but this, that episode of me on Whoop It Up With Vicky, I 100% produced. I'm the executive producer of that episode. Someone could say something else. Do I lie here, people? No. No. I came up with this whole, like, listen, it was right after Vicky got fired. I'm like, it's going to be me just like explaining, I mean, how housewives works. Like everybody gets fired. You know, it really turned into like me going through the five stages of grief with Vicky and explaining like, this is okay, babe. Like you got this. Like I talked to all the girls that are fired. Like you're going to get over this. And it was like a blockbuster episode. The producers were like, um, like, are you available? like, are you available to come here and work? No, I'm not. But thank you. Like if I had spare time, I would (laughs) do a
0: compliment. Yeah, that's a compliment. No, it was a
1: whole thing. This isn't about my ego. I'm just, so that's, I can reveal for the first time ever. No, I'm just kidding. But it is true. Like I, so it's, the podcast was not running on all four cylinders is what I'm saying. So I think it's probably a sore subject with her. And I mean, listen, also Vicky just wasn't good. Like people don't realize. Like you show up and you, you you are a superstar OG housewife because your producers tell you what to do and shape you and just not everyone has the skill set of an executive producer. I have it. You and have not, it. That's what we do.
0: And not everybody should have a podcast. I mean, a lot of these housewives have podcasts, and two Teddy and. Tamra's credit, I think their podcast and maybe Robin and Giselle's is truly the only one that is really gone anywhere. And I like um, my girl, Heather Dubrow. Like I like Heather Dubrow's oh, did world, which the is, podcast. Yeah. It's, I mean, apparently
1: that, that's not on your list, but it is, it, it's a <laughs> thing. It is there. And I mean, I, I love my Heather, you know, I love Heather and Heather's not about housewives. I just, you know, it's, it's a real podcast. It's been around for a long time and it has been.
0: Our girl, Candy Gal, you know, Candy Gal has a a podcast with a co-host. I love Candy Gal. But I mean, you know, it's like it's hard unless you're doing that podcast every single week and you're really into it. I mean, Candy Girl wants to be a singer, an actress. That's what she is. You know, that's the focus. Whereas like to go back, I think for a second, Tamara and Teddy are all in on this podcast. And even Robin and Giselle. I think they do it to stay relevant. They do it, you know, they have a, you know, very diehard fan base, but I mean, it's not their pod, you know, that's not their bread and butter. And even our girl, Monique Samuels, I'm not sure if Monique is still doing her podcast either, which was about parenting. Um, I don't think so.
1: And by the way, either. Vicky, I mean, listen, I mean, I I guess I'm revealing things, but like, you know, the audience is like, uh, for someone who's not going to keep keep going, girl, but keep going. Here's the thing. Like, she even said to me, like, I don't know if I like this. And she would say, like, where's the money? Listen, Vicky is a businesswoman, Kodo Insurance. Like, she's she is. Listen, we're not going to compare anyone in business in the housewives world ever to Bethany. But she is that, like, where's the money? And it's like, as you know, there is no money until you are successful. Like, it's not... No one is saying like, Wendy Williams, you want your Seth Rogan deal. No, 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 sweetie. First, you have to work for zero. Then you have to work for a dollar. Then you have to work for $4. And then when you're successful, people want you then. But so I think Vicky didn't really understand, like, this isn't Housewives season, you know, 14, where you're making $950,000, sweetie. You have to like make yeah. nothing and put in the work. And if you're not going to do that,
0: then we got to move on. Okay. And by the way, actually, I need to take it back. There's a lot of housewives with fairly successful podcasts. So Brandy, is Brandy still doing hers unfiltered? I mean, that's been around a long time since 2013. And it's, and it's decent. And let's, let's talk about some of the, some
1: of the newbies, like Melissa Gorga is still out there plugging away.
0: Oh my God. Love love them
1: or hate them. Love them or hate them. Kelly and Rick on Patreon. And now you, they're making money. Kelly and Rick are making money.
0: And you know, Bethany's, I mean, it doesn't talk about housewife, but Bethany's is pretty big.
1: Bethany's right so it's like there's it's you know it's out there I guess
0: I guess looking at I'm looking at a list of them is Ebony still doing hers Ebony it's funny I
1: would have said no but I have some new information on that and Miss Ebony K. Williams is doing our podcast yep it's back baby holding
0: court with ebony k williams all right i
1: have some inside i do i have inside info on that and holding court is in the building court is in session people it's back um and we're not even getting paid for all these shout outs we're not even getting paid for this here today guys no
0: i i consider it more a breakdown of like the housewives that have had success in podcasting and i take it back there's there's a handful of them so that's pretty good
1: is Vicky feuding with anyone else that we know of? And, oh, well, Dorinda, but we, we already talked about that last time in Bluestone Manor. Here's yeah. what I want to say, though. This is like the overarching thing that I want to say about this. Like, okay. is Vicky, this seems like a lot of feuding for Vicky. I mean, we're feuding with Dorinda. We're feuding with Teddy. We're feuding, I mean- Deep
0: Lodge, baby.
1: Yeah, it's like, is Vicky now just, well, I got something to say, or is she like, I got to do this because here's my five minutes and I got to get back on that show. Like, is, does Vicky think Girls Trip is her ticket back in? I mean, do do they all think that? You know what I mean? So if Vicky's really upset and feuding, I'm here for it. If you're like, I got to just, it seems like a lot of just stirring it to call attention to yourself. And that's where, and then we'll move on, you know, but that's where it's like, I understand the stirring by Tamar and Teddy. It's like, Vicky, I, this isn't going to get you back on the OC. It's not, do it. But if that is truly in the back of your mind while you're doing it, I don't think that's going to help. Save yourself the angst and just move on. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, you you know Vicky much better than I do. So I don't know if this is just Vicky's nature. Like she's just like, she just says things, she doesn't think about it. And then they become headlines, especially because she's on- A little bit. Okay. A little bit, but maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah. And again, I'm just I give the facts. I'm not coming for anyone. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of like, okay, Vicky, here's girls trip, and you're one of, you know, you're one of the ex-housewives that's brought back. You're not the OG here per se. I mean, we have Phaedra Parks. We have, you know, Darling, you know, we have Doringo. I mean, right, we have, we have Taylor. Heavy, Right, we have, have heavy, heavy, heavy hitters here,
0: you know. We do have heavy. I I do have to say this though. I mean, I think to Vicky's credit, whether this is calculated or she's just you know can't help but step in shit. I mean, I think it's she's putting in every effort to go look. When I'm on, you guys are in the headlines. I mean, they're in people. They're in you know e entertainment tonight. I mean. You know, I mean, she is, she wants back on regular full-time TV. So Vicky is, I think she's giving it all she's got. And quite honestly, I mean, they need feuds. I love my Atlanta, but I mean, are you following much coming out of there?
1: No, it's, listen, you need like real life stuff. Now, we probably have time for one, we have a minute for one more thing. I think what we should add to this chat is... Let's talk since we're on Girls Trip. Let's stick with another Girls Trip cast member. Let's talk about Bethany and Jill reuniting on a flight recently.
0: Well, I you know, I mean I, I it sounds like they just happened to coincidentally be on the same flight and then Zaren confirmed that she talked to Frankel about returning to the franchise on their flight but didn't divulge details. Um, you know, we did talk but I'm going to leave it on the plane. This is according to Zaren I don't um want let's say, I don't want to say anything else. It could affect um, what might happen. Um, But basically, you know, it sounds like, you know, things have been on and off. I mean, the last time I really heard a lot about them was when Bethany showed up to, um, you know, Jill's to Bobby's funeral and then had reportedly brought a camera crew. And Jill was very upset about that. Um, But that was it, you know, and I think Jill kind of left this reunion um, as like, giving no details of if Frankel will ever return. Um, But, you know, of course, it stirs that up. Like, did they talk about that? Would Bethany be on a girl's trip? You know, of course, we don't know anything more about that.
1: Look, I believe that this is what I believe. You know, I mean, I really believe I mean, kind of has almost said this to me before, but I almost believe, look, and not. I mean, I think Jill will say, like, I think Jill has learned, like, if you really want something like, and you make mistakes, like, I think Jill has learned, you know, I tape recorded Andy, you know, I came after a bit, like, I think Jill has sat out so many rounds and she really wants to be back in this world. And that is not a slight, it's just a statement. And I think Jill has learned, like, you know, I got to follow the rules. Like, you know, I just, Jill- the stakes are now too big because do I think, do I think we could do an OG show for Roni without Jill fucking Zarin? No, I do not. I do think that, you know, Andy has said before, is it true that, you know, housewives get fired because they're too annoying whether the audience loves them or not? Yes, that is true. I think Jill knows like, quiet. She's learned. I am not talking about the OG show. I don't know anything about the OG show. I haven't been asked. I'm not promoting the OG show. I'm just keeping my head down until someone taps me on my back and says, here is your contract. And this is the money and blah, blah, blah. If that OG show goes on without Jill Zaren, Jill, I don't even know. I don't know what Jill's future is. She's, she's going to be so devastated in sure. life. And I is I am not coming for her. So I just think Jill, it's a compliment, is like the prize not- is the OG show and just Jill's Aaron to herself. Don't fuck this one up, girlfriend. And I think she gets that. You know what I mean? And I think that ties into I think that ties into um 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 just I her think, like I think that ties into like. Yeah. But now I do think Bethany has nothing against her, right? There's no bad blood with Bethany, right? she doesn't care, but they I do a really think- cute
0: photo together. You know, they were sitting probably obviously in first class and they right. were, you know, they, they, it was, um, from New York to Florida and, um, you know, it seemed, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, I think it's all good. And I think to your point, Jill has learned, she is finally after years and years of wanting back in, she's back in, she's not going to fuck it up. And, um, whereas Vicki Gumbleson can't help herself. I think Jill, you know, Jill is, is wants back in, wants back in on the, um, the old, you know, the original cast show, by the way, have you heard any inside scoop about if any of these shows are being filmed for New York, the OG cast for real for Roni or the new cast? Have we heard anything? interesting no, because- and I have
1: something new to say I have something to say you know about okay that. well tell
0: us tell us because I'm curious you know you and I had said months ago the timeline would be that they would want to start filming fall I love fall in New York by the way you know that they'd want to start filming this fall in New York City really this new friend group at least and I wonder if they're getting any closer
1: does that and by the way I just want to say one thing I also, because I just Googled, I was looking down for a minute. You know, there is stuff like People Magazine wanted to talk about this with Jill and everything. Like, Jill joked there was no dead bodies, no turbulence. Like, look, I think Bethany, I mean, she's running a multi-million dollar empire. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't care either. But I do think, like, this is all great. I, do I think they really? I mean, look, Bethany Frankel's not gonna sit there and gab with Jill about girls' trip. Like, it's not like, do you know? I mean, about right. um, about the OG Roni show. But I just think, like, look, Jill, this is great. You're in people. You know, you're in. You know, Page Six. Shut up now. Stop talking about Bethany because yeah. Bethany's gonna be like, you know, I, I I don't want you to milk this for for like your ten minutes every fucking time we like run into each other. So just, Jill is it's you've learned. It's good. You taped Andy. You talked about Bethany. She's, she's playing this right. Girlfriend props. Like she spoke to people. There's some quotes out there about this running with Bethany. They're nice. Now we got to move on. And she is moving on. I don't see it a hundred times here. Great. And so I just think Jill's, Jill's, if you, we all make mistakes in life, right? And you learn. So this time Jill is like, Look, if He's you learned. want, if you wanted to be back on this show, I will say this again. I think there was zero percent chance of Jill ever going back to the other show. This OG show, I think there's zero percent. We are not going to have an OG show without Jill fucking Zarin. I will say it again. So this time, this prize for Miss Zarin is is real. This is real this time. Like this is going to happen. Just hold your breath, girl, for ten more days, twenty more days. She's going to do it. Now, to your point. I haven't heard anything, but the one thing I want to take back is I was convinced in, I mean, I think Andy even said this, that they were going to do the 2.0, this new show first. I stand by the fall time. That's what they wanted. And then they were going to do the OG show. I, this is my opinion and what I have been hearing. I don't work for Bravo. Sarah's like, okay.
0: Oh, I'm listening. Yeah.
1: I have been here. Little birds have been telling me that. They're having a hard time casting the 2.0 show. The okay. Thing, which this guy. Which,
0: which we knew. We knew. And the 2.0 show, you mean, is the whole new Roni cast. It's yes. not the OG cast. Okay. Right. Well, we I say it.
1: OG and I okay, say 2.0. Okay, keep going. Because
0: we've been hearing that now for the past like month or so. Okay, keep going. Now,
1: unfortunately, guys, just like, you know, you, you know, We have a new season of Southern Charm and everyone's in different relationships. Catherine's with Caleb. Just like the Kardashians, it's months in delay. These episodes, guys, these episodes, they don't come out three minutes when we're done fucking recording. So two weeks from now, when you're actually listening to this, maybe the show has been announced. So everyone doesn't need, oh, you're behind the, no, we're not behind the times. We're talking right now. We're behind the fucking recording date. So maybe by the time this comes out in in, in a day to seven to nine days, this, but I have heard that they're having trouble still casting this 2.0 new cast. And because of that, we might be shifting to the OG show. Look, we're not going to have trouble casting the OG show. It's Jill Zarin, Countess Luann, um Dorinda Medley, Sonia Morgan, <laughs> Ramona Singer, ah. Kelly Ben Simone. It's cast. Cheers. Yeah. So I think if we're still, let's give it another four weeks. If we don't have this 2.0 cast, I think to satisfy the world and sprinkles, we're going to go forward with the OG show first. I have heard this from Ooh, a couple of reliable sources. That's juicy. I'm not saying this is like the hundred percent, like the source it's not from Anticode, It's not from the head of programming at Bravo. So this could be wrong, but I've, I've heard from a lot of people we might be shifting and we might get the OG show first. That's what I've heard. So just, that's the update to, to, to answer your question. Oh, I'm like exhausted, um,
0: Me too, but, I'm my coffee. Okay. Oof. You know,
1: all um, right. what, so that's that. And the only other thing before we kind of wrap it all up is let's take a quick temperature on RHOBH. What are your thoughts?
0: Oh my God. Well, you know, I love it. It's my, it's my favorite. It's my favorite franchise. Great episode this week. You know, Um, we just, we had, I I think like kind of a cool down between, you know, kind of Sutton and they're setting the scene for maybe Sutton and Erica reconciling a bit because, you know, of course, they're both Southern Bells from their past. And, um, you know, we had Erica on the yacht this week, totally drunk and passed out, which also is going to set the scene for does Erica have a drinking problem? I mean, you know, Erica is dealing with the stress of everything that is happening in some way. And it's not, I mean, she is rock solid. I mean, on camera, she doesn't sweat. I think we see things like, obviously there's a lot of trauma going on. Her appearance has certainly changed some for sure over the years. Um, You know, yes, she still has the glam squad. It's so much smaller in magnitude than it used to be. Um, And, you know, she's kind of said, I'm drinking more to, really deal with the whole past you know we kind of get a break from crystal this time you know we got a little bit more heat about diana jenkins you know she's also been accused of racism um, from this episode because she essentially i'm gonna fuck up the wording that she used against garcelle but basically saying that garcelle was like not friendly unwelcoming anyway a lot of people took that as passive aggressive racism towards garcelle because of the terminology she used so people still coming for Diana. I don't think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So Diana's not really getting much of a pass. Of course, you know, Diana says that Garcelle has been the least welcoming of everybody in the group. Um, so it was, you know, it was a good episode. Renna, you know, we still are, we, of course we find out that Renna has reached out to Denise, um, Richards, which we're gonna that we uh, gonna that's a that whole right. Episode. We're guys. Okay. We're gonna dive into that. By the way, I mean, so
1: we might have. I didn't realize all of this. We might have some micro. Let me make a note here. Microaggressions. Yes. Uh, where is Miss Ebony K. Williams? I make a joke of it, but we might have. I don't realize there was now some microaggressions by Diana towards Garcelle. Interesting. I yeah. didn't realize she said Garcelle was the least welcoming and all this. So, okay, let's, you know, let's, we'll let's talk about it on the next. Keep an eye on that one.
0: Yeah. Um, this was a trending story. Uh, fans have called out Diana Jenkins for passive aggressive racism after accusing Garcelle Barvo of being unwelcoming. Okay. Um, so, man, wow. No, fine. I didn't mean
1: like that. I'm just like reflecting. Wow. Okay. So I didn't realize that. I mean, we'll, we'll get look, into that next episode. This is, listen, as I learned from watching Rony from Ebony. That is what a microaggression is. I I didn't under, I really didn't under, I mean, there's a lot more to it, but interesting, interesting. Okay. I mean, I could see where people are going with this one. I didn't realize you said that about uh, a little Garcelle, a little Garcelle over here. Love Miss Garcelle. Um, Here's what I would like to know. I've said this before on my Patreon with Kim D, not coming for anyone, is there, this really is a question. Is anyone out there that is watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, does anyone like Diana? I am not being shady. I am not being shady. I don't, that's not the DMs I'm getting. That's not the DMs. I loved her the first episode. I'm figuring it out, but I get these like scathing DMs from people. Really? They don't like her? That's what I'm getting. But here's the thing. Last season, everyone loved Kathy Hilton. And there were a few people that were like, everyone chill out. Don't believe the hype. So I'm assuming there are some people listening. There's people that are pro-Diana. And that's great. I'm not saying one way or another. I'm just saying I would really like to know and to hear. Because I'm not getting that in the DMs. And people are like, Diana's kind of on that. Like, again, you hated Ramona. I mean, you love to hate Ramona. Then there's just like, I hate this person. I'm getting into like real, just dislike for Diana. And let me just also say anything's possible, season to season or episode to episode. Like, can we please just remember that the entire world that breathes the air wanted Erica Jane lynched to a cross. Last season on RHOBH, I'm not saying people are loving Erica. There's a lot of people victims, 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 right? But there are, as I predicted, I am not about me, but I said I don't buy it. I don't buy that next season, which is this season. You're all going to still hate Erica. Now a lot of them do, but instead of like 99.9 percent, it's it's. I'm sorry, it's it's way down now. It is. You
0: remember this, so you remember EJ's first season everybody even though i would argue even the first two seasons everybody fell in love with erica pretty much instantaneously because she came into this stuffy beverly hills world and even renna who's posed nude and all this stuff i mean renna doesn't have that pat your puss no. you know vibe i mean erica came in with such a bang diana hasn't had that moment where she's really connected she's she's I don't know. You know, and there's a way with Diana, is she just so almost rich and kind of been in that world for so long, she's just not relatable? I don't know. You know, I'm still, I, I don't have any feelings yet about Diana one way or the other, because like this past episode, you know, she, they started to talk to her about her brother who was killed in war. And then Sutton said, you know, I, I, and I didn't actually think Sutton was trying to steal her thunder. Sutton said, I, I know what it's like, you know, my father commi- committed suicide. And, and then, you know, Diana walked off because she felt like it, Sutton was making it all about Sutton. I thought Sutton was trying to relate saying, I've been through this too. I know how devastating it is to lose somebody so close to you. I guess that was a moment I think we could have seen a lot more from Diana and we didn't. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I'll be curious to see how it goes for her the rest of the season. It's going to be interesting. We have a lot more to talk about next time. Yes. We will get
1: more into the whole Rena Denise thing a little bit more too. Um, everyone can find me behind the Velvet Rope or at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. And guess what? You're yeah, coming to
0: TikTok.
1: We're on oh. it, baby. We're on oh, it. Yes! We love okay. So okay. um well, going everyone follow. follow behind the velvet rope on TikTok. Um and where well we're not really at the moment, just give it a minute, Sarah, because today, oh. right oh. now we're not, but by the time everyone hears this is in three days, we're making an official launch on TikTok and it's gonna be epic where can everyone find you sarah
0: well i'm on tiktok you guys know i do a lot of tlc recaps i actually have ben rathbun um who is from before the 90 days it is his first exclusive interview on the sarah Fraser show since the um tell all and um tune in it's happening it's going down this coming uh is or, this well, Ben Rathbun. Um, it's going to no, drop no. officially June 29th. So if you're listening to this episode post June 29th, go back and listen to the Sarah Fraser show. It's no big clue interview. of who that is. <laughs> I know you don't, but if you're a TLC fan, he was huge. He was with Mahogany. Um, there was a lot of talk if she was an actress, if he was an actor at the Sarah Fraser show.
1: Amazing. Love you much. Everyone needs to listen. And we will be back soon, guys.
0: Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope.